shell, get a word in edgeways. Record over a bottle of rum on a darker Southampton bay. out and the fun's out for another exciting episode of due south by southeast the show that gives due south its dues one episode at a time my name's detective squee and with me as always is dotty baker and we're joined as ever by our co-host oh my god i'm so surprised that i didn't come last sorry. oh yeah sorry sorry by our civilian <laughs> by our civilian aid nicola and of course the other person it's me it's Mountie Michelle. Yeah, well, you didn't want to say your name, so, you know, I moved on. <laughs> I really didn't think you would have come to me next. That's such a surprise. Well, and what happens when I do? You let me down. <laughs> it's the shock. That's what it is. It's the shock. Well, uh, this week we've been watching Heaven and Earth, yes. but we'll get to that in a minute, because as always, there's some orders of business to get to. So, Michelle, what rum are we drinking? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And by the way, I've contacted uh, Johnny White Trash again to, to sort out a, a little jingle for that. I'm trying to get him to do the uh, words and then Is I'll it get... Is like a rums out, funs out thing? No, it's what rum are we drinking, Michelle? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> why, would it be, why would it be rums out, funs out? I say that. That's, my, that's, that's the catchphrase. Sorry, that's your thing. That's your thing, yeah. Well, that's the catchphrase well, of the I thought it might just be like a bit of a rums out, funs out theme. You know, runs out, thumbs out. What rum is it? This week. <laughs> okay, it won't be that. It won't be that. Can I record I you doing like that? that? Can I record you doing that to send to Johnny no, as a template? That's very theatre, isn't it? Jazz well, hands. <laughs> we did meet on a performing arts course, it's been mentioned on the podcast. Uh, oh, Dottie Baker's uh, like, you're going, I'm She's out. like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Sorry, that- they've started. <laughs> So what a rum are we drinking? It's one that me and uh, Nicola got this week. Uh, it's my selection. Yeah, Dead Man's Fingers. Dead Man's dead Fingers? Man. I, I kind of struggled to say God, you've been around uh, Nicola too long with her Dorset <gasps> accent. Finger. Dead Man's Fingers. Yes. Finger not, of not a dead man. Fingers. Yeah. Ooh, and you don't need batteries for them. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm starting to realise why the Canadian Embassy, which I wrote to in London, and then got hold of the Canadian High Commission, then got hold of the Can- the R- RCMP um, PR department, mm. said no to an interview with us from a Mountie. Do you think they listened to an episode then just went, nah, we don't want any part of that? I thought I told you this. No, you said to me, um, uh, when we were out, you said that they'd passed you on to a different department. Yeah, that was the PR department. They said no. They said no. Sorry, I thought I told you. I thought oh, I messaged you. Oh, no. Anyway, yeah. Oh. So, sadly, they've said no. However, whereas Big Mountie has said no to us, <laughs> we've gone on a more local scale and we're, we've got Johnny White Trash yes. working on securing us an interview. I need this for my 40 Come for 40. Come on, Johnny. Come I need on. this for 40 things to do for my, for my 40th birthday in December. One of them was interview a Mountie. 
Um, I, yeah. I imagine that, you know, you walk around Canada and you, you can't move for Mounties. This is my impression of Canada. There's Mounties everywhere. Mm. Surely Johnny can Well, they are like cops, apparently. Uh, yeah. can get us but they don't wear the red outfits everywhere. Uh, it's a bit disappointing to hear that. Would they dress up for an interview, though? What, over Skype? Yeah. Um, sure, why not? Yeah. They could just stay there and then yeah. we're like... Cool. As long as they're like a Canadian cop and they put a Mountie uniform on. Well, I like the idea that because we did say for my uh, 4040 again, we're going to dress up as Mounties. Maybe we could be dressed as Mounties while we interview a Mountie. <gasps> yes, we could. That wouldn't insult them at all, would it? <laughs> I mean, in fairness, nowadays, you could just hire anyone who's Canadian and get them to... <laughs> Oh, well, because all mean, Canadians are the same to you. Oh, <laughs> racist, oh, racist. But no, racist. no, but you could get them to wear the outfit and interview them. No, it has to be you an actual mountie. You can hire people nowadays to be whoever you want them to I'm be. Not, look, this isn't a who a mountie. It's, I want to interview uh, a proper mountie. Oh, so you don't want a horror mountie? <laughs> who are? You're calling who are? Who are? Oh, sorry. No. Is that what posh people call them? <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, that's based on old um, Pete and Dud sketch. Oh, like. is it? Oh, right, okay. You, you with your London <laughs> friends, they're a bunch of whoas, whoas they are, I tell you. We want a proper one. Yeah. Mm. Um, God, and, and I've just realised as well, we've been in talks with Tony Craig, or, or I have, uh, we've become buddies oh, now. best buddy now. Tony. Um, Tony. Who, who, who played Huey and uh, T-Dog. Yeah. T-Dog, my, my bud. Uh, and I've realised that if he, because he asked to be, he said, oh, do you have a Facebook group for the podcast? I go, sure. And I said, I, I can add you and then you can see a bit about the podcast. I'm realising if you listen to an episode, as we're recording this, the last episode which went out was The Deal Part 1, yeah. where Michelle got outrageously drunk. It's probably the drunkest episode, and that's saying a lot of the podcast we've done yet. So I'm hoping that doesn't put him off, because uh, he was really enthusiastic. He was going, wow, you're doing that about Gisa? That's so awesome. You know, he was really enthusiastic, really nice. And uh, and he was off on a golf course when he messaged, which is just lovely of him. But he took time out to just reply to my message. Let's hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> I hope if he doesn't listen, he gets it. It's a bit of fun that if we interviewed him, we would take it seriously because that's a bit different. But anyway, the rum, as we were saying, <laughs> there is rum. Dead, dead man's fingers. Dead man's fingers. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of a licorice thing mm. I think going on to this. So how would you guys describe the taste? Yeah, licorice and rummy. Mm. Yeah, rummy. Would. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's lovely. It it kind of gives me. It kind of takes me back in time to when I was a kid and I used to have like rum and rum then rum and raisin ice cream. If you let me finish, it's got that. Ooh. It's got that kind of taste to it. It's lovely. It's nostalgia, yes, right there in a bottle. Mm. It gives you chill. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Finish. I'm finished. Okay, so what are you saying? <laughs> I've finished. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very Not nice. the first time you nice. said that to me. Anyway. Uh... She has to tell you. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I've to instruct Ian, write it down in little notes. <laughs> well, you know, multiples. Anyway. <laughs> oh, honestly. <laughs> anyway, oh, you, are, you, you felt a bit big-headed about that, didn't you? You were like, ask me. <laughs> <laughs> if only they knew. <laughs> 
how big my head is, I don't think it would be becoming for me to mention. <laughs> so uh, that's the rum we're drinking this week. It's a lovely one. We would recommend this rum to anyone. Oh, definitely lovely. It's a really good one. Uh, we've also got uh, in reserve the Old Hop King and the Raham. Which uh, isn't going anywhere. No, no, it is. We're, we're drinking a bit. That's a heavy rum, though. Yeah, but rum is the sort of one that you would drink after you've had quite a few of something else. I know. We could be heading that way, couldn't we? I don't mind it. It's got this kind of sort of tobacco kind of flavour, mm. which is a lot. But it's quite nice. It's, yeah. it's one of the ones though, where you can't drink too much of it in one no. sitting, I think, is the thing. Just so, spread it out and it's good. Yeah. Whereas the old Hob King, you can always uh, drink any time. Yeah. Oh, and do you know what? We've absolutely floored that dead man's fingers. We've finished it. Yeah. Mm, very nice. We are completely Recommend. fingered. <laughs> we are completely... Thank you, dead man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've enjoyed your fingers. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Tony, if you're listening, please, we will take it so seriously if we interview yes. you. We, don't... we do not encourage dead men. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't make it worse, please. <laughs> we're trying to be taken seriously. As yeah, I was thinking, us. like, let's do this one seriously. The second we're doing a <laughs> finger, <laughs> finish with the dead man. Honestly, <laughs> we finished him. Um, <laughs> it was alive when we started. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like like in Clerks, the guy in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> that is a great film though Gotta be, that it is, is a cult classic cult classic cool anyway that is uh, the rum we're drinking so uh, there's one other order of business we have to get to mm-hmm. before we go too much further and that is <laughs> thank you Mr. Jonathan Whitetrash and Mr. Matthew Lees mm. He provide the vocals and the tune for that. And thank you, as ever, to our fine network, the Wonky Spanner Network, where you can find other such great shows as Nerd vs. World and the Wonky GamerCast. So, Michelle, uh, I believe you and Nicola each have a mountain this week. Uh, g- give me a bit of a break for once, you know, <laughs> from carrying this list. Well, yeah, I, I do, but I have to confess it's not human. That's fine. Oh, yeah, because we've been so picky so far. We have been very picky. Although, I mean, I'm impressed that she's found alien life just to add to the the Manta Club. I was going to say, are they a dancer? No. Are we human? Or are we dancers? Neither. (laughs) (laughs) But I think this is quite a nice one, and I'm going to add this one. It, um, it, It is a lion. But not just any lion. This is actually a really special lion. Have you got permission from the lion mm. or the, well, the lion's owners? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. Sure. Good yeah. enough for me. <laughs> Who's the lion? Right, the lion, and this is a very special lion. It's a white lion. And to make it even more special, okay, this is a white lion, and he's currently living in the Isle of Wight Zoo on Sandown. Oh. And shares a birthday with my daughter. Oh, so, that's Minnie Mountie Prime. Yeah. Prime, yeah. <laughs> She's Minnie Mountie Prime. And it's 65. Number 65 on our list. So wow. Ka- his name is Casper and he was born on the exact same day as my daughter. So, so for us, it's a very special lion. Oh, and soon, hopefully, we'll have an actual Due South member in Minnie Mountie Club. Yeah. 
Oh god, oh, there's going to be a little tear in my eye if, right. if we mention. Don't forget Tony Craig on the podcast. Oh, sorry, yes, of course. He will be, of course, invited to become a, a member of the Mini Mountain Club. Of course. Uh, mm. So that's number 65. Yeah, that's number 65, Casper. So, Nicola, what's 66? Well, I'm going to have to check this. If we can get Tony Craig to be 69, I'll be very amused. <laughs> have we got um, Leo? Leo Kershaw on the list. Oh. Yes, I believe we inducted Ooh. him last time. We got Whitney. Yes. And oh, we've got Whitney, haven't we? And we've got Sophie. Have we got Sophie? Ooh. I don't remember Sophie. I thought we had soaps. Oh, yes, we've got Sophie. Okay, so James. Have we, uh, James is our last Kershaw to put on the list. James. Yeah, our, my little... Do we need a new bit of paper? Have we surpassed the first bit of paper? Yes, yes, we have. Yeah. Michelle, can you wow. type it up? And Oh, no, I think we should keep it like that. I like the fact that we've got... <laughs> you like the, the original... tatty old bit of paper. What's the original <laughs> handwritten? I like it. So, I like the fact that we're a bit analogue on this. And we should frame them as well. Yeah. So, James Kershaw. James Kershaw, who's my little cuddle monkey. Oh. He's a very cuddly boy. I love me for that one. He's 18, he's 10 at the moment. He's 18 and he's 10? I said... He'll love me for that when he's 18. Oh, all right, say geez. he was my little cover monkey. God, that was proper like... What I said was, dear. Yeah. Don't you hear in Adon? Yeah. Press down the batteries. Get a trumpet. What's wrong with you? Well, I was trumping earlier. Oh. <laughs> we all heard. It's good. So. Yes, yeah, so uh, I've run out of children now, by the way. <laughs> Uh, so 66 that's uh, that's that's Mini Mountain Club this yeah. week uh, it's going great guns we're nearly at 100 and you know well we're most of the way to 100 and we're only near the end of series 1 yeah it's not but, bad. Uh, season 1 yeah. sorry because it's uh, Canadian yeah, sure, surely there Canadian. must be others out there that that want to join the Mini well I, I would have thought so and uh, Michelle if they wanted to how might they go about that? So easily. It's so easy to do. Just kind of get in touch with us, you know, drop us an email. Uh, um, Juiceofbse at gmail.com. You're looking at me like I've said it wrong. Did I no, say you haven't. Oh. <laughs> You're big meanie. <laughs> I mean, there are other ways. Facebook. Get in touch with us through Facebook at Juiceof by Southeast. Which is? Group. Yep. Yeah. Or Twitter. Now now featuring Tony Craig. Yes. So Twitter, yep. Twitter, um, at DoSurfBSE. Sure. Yep. I love that every week I'm looking to you for like, um, what, what did I say what, it right? What would, the, uh, what would the other method be? Um, I think you can follow us on Instagram, which I think again, like Twitter is at DoSurfBSE. Yep. 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 And are there any other ways? By post, how would they go about it? <laughs> They'd get a pigeon. <laughs> no, carry pigeon was the next one. <laughs> but there must be some, you know, get to the point where there's like some incentive if they maybe ask you to do something. And What? Know. If they ask us to do what? I don't know. Say something. Sing a little something song funny. Yeah, just to get them to put their name to it. Yeah, sorry. If if you write in and want to become a mini mountie, you can challenge us within reason. Yeah, yeah, within to sing a little song or something. Obviously, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll sing. Or, yeah, I would do a little, little dance. You're going to hear it on a podcast. No, 
But yeah. we'd all be able to laugh about it. So would. Yeah. any incentive tell you what, to get them to write it. If you challenge her to dance, then I'll record it and put that up <laughs> online. Yeah, and I'll join in too. Yeah. I do actually want to at some point do a Facebook Live episode. I thought we were going to say do a little dance together or something. Oh, yeah, obviously I want to do that. Do a little dance. Do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down my chin. Although we won't be able to put that on. The, I'm doing um, this song. Um, I wasn't... No, but we wouldn't... You'd pay extra to see that. Yeah, that's, that's, our, that's our other... Due south business. after dark. <laughs> no, I want to... No. 16 no, minutes... No, 17 minutes of waffle so far. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes you've got to get to the point. You need 34 more people, I think. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of incentive there to get them on board. And, yeah, and honestly, if you get in touch with us and uh, you want to be uh, a mini mountain, you really don't have to do anything. Nothing no. is involved. It's a name on a list, but it will make us happy. So I was trying to subtly, without saying on the mic, say stop hitting the sofa because it'll pick up a I microphone. I do that all the time. Yeah, do you but... realise that? Because you tell me nearly every episode, stop hitting the sofa. Well, stop doing it then. <laughs> when I when I was on the, doing the 10 Canadians, yeah. it was like, stop hitting the sofa. I must hit the sofa without realising. Well, when you didn't, there was the table I that time. Know. You were slamming your glass down next to the microphone on the I table. Don't know why I don't. He's so bossy, isn't he? He's very bossy. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I want the listener to have an at least kind of enjoyable audio experience. But, yeah, but but it's all natural and au naturel. <laughs> Do you not like it au naturel? Do you not like it? That's a very, very different. Oh, but anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on uh, to this week's episode. So uh, this was Heaven and Earth, Michelle, yes. uh, and and a cracking episode. It was a really way, good so episode, say. and we're not going to start with um well, well, Michelle, what we were going to start with, which you're skipping right past, is me giving a uh, IMDb description of the episode. Mm. Yeah, we can't mm. skip that. We can't. I've got to tell the people what it's about in the words of uh, Skoopsky. And he wrote, thus on IMDb, okay. a homeless man who sees visions may be Ray and Fraser's only link to finding a missing girl. Very succinct. Uh, like, nice one, Scoopski. Mm. Can always rely on you, buddy. Even yeah. though it's the first time I think he's come up, but that's not the point. So, uh, we, we've got a, a clip, I believe, because uh, the, the first bit, we were going to, we did our usual business of recording the first thing that came on. In case it was a Ray and Benny scene as they usually are, and they've again they start messing with the format. I, I kind of in a good in an enjoyable way. Yeah. You've still got the main beats which you need in the due south episode, but as opposed to necessarily doing it in the pre credit bit, they might do something else with pre credit and then have the Ray and uh, Benny scene as the first scene after the credits, which I'm all in favour of. So this was kind of it. They showed what the old man's seeing as a vision. Yeah. At the beginning of the episode. Yeah, no, and it was really good. Um, I quite liked it starting a little bit differently because you're kind of like, oh, is this a dream? Is it a vision? Mm. You know, we weren't entirely sure at the time, but... Um, is it a dream vision? Is it a drision? Is it a drision? <laughs> <laughs> it was a drision. <laughs> um, no, but I actually quite liked it. And, you know, so we kind of get the point that some girl, something's happened to some girl, she's gone missing, and there's this emphasis on this um, gold chain with like this heart kind of shaped locket. Yes. Um, so we know that this is like really important, 
Um, and the guy has the dream and then he has the rock in yeah, his hand. You kind of see it kind of like being ripped off of her and it's in, you know, it's in his hand. And at this point we had no idea where it, it, it was going, but it was a really um, different start to an episode and I actually quite liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then you see this kind of um, homeless guy and he wakes up and he's kind of, <gasps> he's breathless. So you think, oh, was it just a dream that he's had? But then he opens up his hand and this gold locket. Yeah, that was just him being breathless. It was in his hand. So, yeah. And we mean the locket. The locket. <laughs> you are taking this. Ooh, are, missus. Ooh, are. <laughs> You're taking this in a different direction. That was time. farmer. That wasn't ooh, uh. It was like, ooh, are. Dorset. And again, taking it from another direction. Anyway, uh, so they have that scene up front. They've kind of laid out what the vision is yeah. a bit. And we, we find out that it's a vision later on. The first scene after the credits is uh, one between Benny and Ray, and it calls back to an episode we had a few weeks ago. <laughs> it does, yes. And this is an episode, uh, so this is a clip we like to call Confessions of a Mountie. I don't care what you have to confess. I don't want to hear it. Uh, I'm sorry, Ray. I realize this may not be the best venue nor the most appropriate moment, but it's... I am working on a big person's case. I haven't slept. This is the first chance I've gotten away from my desk in 72 hours, and I am trying to some... So can you do this all the time? I'm disturbing you. Yes, you are. I should leave. Yes, you should. Oh, Ray. But you won't. Well, I'm sorry. It's just that there's a certain matter that I've withheld from you for some time now, and I feel I don't clear my conscience soon. Okay, okay, clear. Well, it appears that there's a situation that I have unwittingly encouraged and it's taken a turn that I perhaps foolishly have not anticipated or was even aware of as a remote possibility, but insofar as it is a matter of the heart and directly affects someone who is close to both of us. Treasure, you got from here to my desk, making count. Saturday last, your sister came to my apartment in the middle of the night, dressed in what can only be described as less than requisite attire, and offered herself to me. Okay, great, now be here. My sister? So yeah, really nice, uh, punchy starts the episode mm. proper. You've got, because I'd remembered, I, I spoke about this, I think, when we were watching the deal, but I'd, or no, I spoke about it last week. Because there was that thing of, I knew there was an episode which followed on from it, but I couldn't work out which one it was necessarily. Yeah. And uh, it seemed weird that the next episode they didn't address it, but they they give an episode to do something else, and then they go back to this, which is kind of an interesting idea. It is interesting, but then I think because there was a gap, you kind of feel like you've got to a point where... Fraser just has to kind of tell him. Yeah. It's like he can't keep it anymore. It's like, oh, you know, this is like a week ago last Saturday, you know. You kind of feel like he's been keeping this in and he's had this guilt about it and he has to just kind of talk to Ray about it and this is how it's come out. Um, yeah, so that kind of seemed believable to me, actually. Yeah. You know, he felt this need to, com- well, kind of confess. Obviously, he's got his chivalry and he won't 100% confess to what happened or didn't happen. Mm. See now it's funny because just from you saying that I was thinking to myself at first I thought he had to confess because something happened and he had to get it off but oh, get it off yeah. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Did he? get it off his chest um, as such 
Um, however, now I'm thinking about it, actually, the sort of guy that Benny is, I think even if that situation happened but nothing happened further, I think he'd probably still have to come clean. Yeah. He's that sort of guy. So I was thinking, why would you come clean if something didn't happen? But actually knowing him, it now leaves me in that dilemma that I think, actually, I thought it did, but maybe it didn't because he would probably come clean about the fact that it could have. Yeah, and I think at some point he mm. says as well, oh, Francesca never said anything. So I think he it's playing on his mind and he's thinking, oh, Francesca's probably said something. Mm. So I feel like well, I probably should talk to him yeah. about it. And it's also that whole idea of like, if she'd said something, then he'd sort of maybe look look into going along with what she said or, yeah. or yes. seeing if it was saying whether or not it happened. But the fact that he knows that she didn't means it's like, well, it's not mine to tell. I, I can't do that. Yeah. It's I've got a, I cannot besmirch a good lady's <laughs> name or say something that she hasn't chosen to say. Yeah. So honourable, so decent. It just it says everything about the character of uh, Benton Fraser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know your secrets are safe with him, ladies. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Are you trying to pump Fraser out? Everyone a night out. He's the guy. He's the guy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and just to pick up on this scene as well, um, I think you picked up on this too. Um, I was noticing Ray's shirt. Yeah. A nice return to the nineties funky fashion. Where would you say out of five it, it falls? Oh, definitely a four out of five. It's not. Yeah, I think it's, it's not the craziest yeah. he's worn, but it was a it was a jolly good shirt. And the fact that a jolly good shirt, a jolly good shirt. <laughs> the fact that he'd been working overnight as well. He's got the stubble. Yeah, yeah, he was. A I think he was wearing that shirt he? to keep himself going. Yeah, I think that shirt was his motivation. It's it was like kind of have a coffee, look down. Oh, yeah, I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, it's like I've got this shirt on. Crime's going to get busted. Yeah. It, it was a nice kind of return to the old Ray a little bit there, wasn't it? I liked that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... <laughs> we know a thing about Ray shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, did. Yeah. I cannot... Um. Obviously, I haven't been through the whole Juice Out experience. You haven't been through his whole wardrobe. <laughs> um, watched it years ago, but couldn't really remember the whole ins and outs. However, I haven't been there from day one, so I can't really comment on his shirts other than it did look funky. And I will stop hitting the chair. Because I keep doing it. You say you will, but will you? Yeah, (laughs) not seeing any evidence. Probably not. But hey, you know, it's one of my quirks. You know, if I'm hitting the chair, I'm not hitting someone else, quite frankly, that's sat next to me. (laughs) Michelle isn't sat next to you. She's across from you. Okay, moving on. Enough of the wife beating. Up. Yeah, not. <laughs> you guys are married. <laughs> so yeah, so um, Benny, he's brought up this whole kind of all oh, maybe something did or didn't happen with um, Francesca, and well, you know, once Ray kind of is like, oh my goodness, you're talking about my sister. He pulls him into this like cupboard in in the yes. corridor, which I really loved this moment, he, and he just wants like this this. <laughs> Quick private conversation with Benny, like, what the hell happened with you and my sister? Because you know, hey, and pretty much straight afterwards, there's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Deep's in Deep there. is in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> just opens the door. We just see his hand coming out to open the door, and Deep like uh, skulking out. Of yeah. There. Oh, <laughs> and they continue on with the scene. Lovely, love little comedic timing. Uh, yeah. Bit. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I love Deep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so then they go kind of go in the cupboard and have this conversation. And I think it was Elaine, wasn't it, that opens... I think, yeah, 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 Elaine then comes along and opens the cupboard. And, she, of course, she's kind of had a bit... Well, yeah, because we've, yeah. we've already seen... It's worth noting that uh, uh, Francesca's going around the station. Yeah, for some reason things. she's wandering see, around the station. You see these little uh, little uh, bits. as It usually is Ray and Benny are walking past somewhere. It's Francesca talking to someone else going, it's like... Uh, well, and you know what it's like when they pull you in those big, strong arms or, you know, something like that and then walks off yeah, with the person. Yeah, it's you to think that she's talking about her night of passion with Benny. But we've, oh, clearly. We've no idea if anything actually happened. Um, yeah, so Francesca's going around talking to anyone who listen, I think, at the police station. Um, yeah, so we don't know if anything's happened. Um, yeah, so then Elaine kind of opens up the cupboard and she kind of questions Benny a little bit, doesn't she? In a yeah. kind of a, a so, uh, Ray's sister, he go and uh, Benny just gives this big smile, and then uh, not not like that, but he just yeah. gives this kind of obliging smile, if you will. Then just grabs the door and slowly starts slowly shutting it towards him. Slowly closes it with him, and they're like, himself. "Oh, I don't want to talk about this with you." <laughs> oh, poor Elaine. She clearly fancied the pants off him, but then she's human. Oh yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? Um, Are we dancer? <laughs> I think I'm we already made the joke. I'm going to do that all, 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 Fair enough. all the way through. So, uh, <laughs> I've got nothing else. <laughs> what we got next? Then we've got Walsh. We have a little Walsh moment. Yeah, Walsh is really good in this one. He gets to flex some of his more serious yeah. muscles. He's not just the kind of comedy fall, although he has a few comedic moments. Well, I say comedy fall, but it's basically his humour usually comes out of how tired he is yeah. of the mounty coming in and bring a case which they weren't weren't already on the books yeah. for the department. So it's a little bit more And there's, these, there's all these other crimes which need solving which isn't, aren't getting yeah. it sorted out and he's bringing a new crime. Yeah. yeah, so already Ray is kind of like working on this missing person. Obviously this lady that we see at the beginning, she's missing. Um, and then... You this missing of... person's missing? Yeah, yeah, she, she's missing. <laughs> Keep Not up. False alarm. Keep up, Ian. <laughs> yeah. Um, e... Ian E. A uh, squee. Squee. Squee, sorry. So Oops. close. So close. Take it from Keep Up Squee. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Take it from Keep Up Squee. Keep Up Squee. 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 <laughs> Throwing me. Squee. So we have this. Sorry, <laughs> couldn't even pick you up. <gasps> yes, you. Could you could pick her up? Yeah, you're right. She's a midget. I'm saying she's four foot. I'm saying (laughs) she's Michelle. I was going for your light, not a midget. Just to be clear on that. And by the way, we are not referring to dwarfs as midgets. Just Michelle. Just me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying she was light, not short. I was not discriminating on her height. I was saying she was. I'm not discriminating on her height. I'm just commenting on it. Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you very much, Squee. Can I just note something? There's a slight indifference between all our <laughs> drinks here. Yeah, somebody's drinking a lot quicker than us, Squee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah. booze hound. <laughs> I feel the pressure to keep drinking. Or is it just the non-lightweight? I don't know. <laughs> All I'm saying is uh, uh, Nicola's... Uh, well, if you don't mind me mentioning about it, you've just moved in. 
with me today, which is very, very special. Very happy about that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, suddenly now she's drunk and like, she's like, I ain't yeah. going to worry about it. Oh, no. Start as you mean to go on. That's what she's thinking. I'm like, I'm in now. I'm in yeah, now. I'm all, in. all of it comes out. I'm and- a, I'm a- yeah, drunk and lush and yeah. So you're saying that you're going to be drunk all the time and all of it's going to come out. Yeah, okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're drunk yeah. on rum all the time. But we're also celebrating because um, we myself and Nicola, we're both starting a new job Monday. Monday. We're also celebrating her moving in would be probably a good one as well. Yeah, well, that as well. Yeah. He but said also we're celebrating also. as if her moving in isn't, of course, no, for yeah, celebration. Also, oh, no, we were also. 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 No, so she said we're also we're celebrating, not... As well as that, we're celebrating. But also is as well. I think it's the same word. No, no, no. But you said... Oh dear, she we're said, going to fall out now. The way she said it was, also we're celebrating, not... And as well as that, okay. celebrating that. I, I saw all. it as the same, but as well as... As well as, yeah. Me know, and Michelle are... Triple stars. celebrations, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Triple. Well, triple. we should tell like that. I do apologise if I've offended so, you. Oh, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, should we talk some G-South? I think we should... Otherwise, people might start switching off. You know, you've got the notes. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, but then we keep digressing, and then I'm yeah, like, but go go back to the digression. Yeah, so we were at Walsh. Yeah. So we we head on to Walsh's office, and so you know Ray's been kind of on this missing persons um case, and yeah. then these chaps are in Walsh's office, and they chaps. these chaps. And, and they, they are chaps from, before. Yeah, yeah, they're previous chaps, returning chaps, if they're you They're returning chaps. Are they, Those were are the chaps. Yes. Oh, yeah, they're And they were in uh, the Chinatown yeah. episode where they kind of tried to take over the case then, and they tried to do <laughs> the same thing. How did that work here. out for them? <laughs> well, in this one, it's almost like they are coming in as arrogant as they did before, yeah. but they very quickly realised that Ray and Benny. Uh, have got the leads more than they have and they're under pressure to get the sword out ASAP yeah so it's kind of one of those things where it's like they are just as uh, as much assholes basically to Ray and Benny but then they kind of try and use them but Ray and Benny do so well that they you know it almost turns the other way around that uh, they're getting on with the case and their side the FBI is sidelined yeah and I'm going to try read my own writing here, which you'd think would be easy. Wasn't it time for clip two now? No, see, I've got something written before then. Have, um, could I ask a question? Have we got to the point where um, Walsh has had that discussion with um, Francesca? No, that's coming no. up. No, save Sorry. it, save it. That is coming for Spoilers. later. So, You're teasing me, are you? Oh, I'm always, <laughs> yeah. It's going to make my notes I kind of make more sense to me. So... The chap that pl- that's um, playing the homeless guy who's having these visions mm-hmm. is if you've seen um, Better Call Soul or Breaking Jonathan Bad. Jonathan Banks. Yeah, you would recognise oh, him. Jonathan Banks. So for my I mean, notes, and this is all the first series, and we've already had, um, we've had Jonathan Banks, uh, Better Call Soul, Breaking Bad. You played uh, Mike. Very much, Bad. yeah, very much an actor of the moment, and in Better Call Soul, mm. uh, very much an actor of the moment. You've had uh, Mark Ruffalo who played the Incredible Hulk. Oh, I love mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. So you've had the Hulk there. You've had um, Ryan Philippe who was in Cruel Intentions. Yeah. More recently, the Shooter in America. Love Ryan Philippe, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, really, some heavy hitters. Oh, and the uh, I can't want to say girl, but now woman. Uh, something other Jacob. Uh, I can't remember her first name, but she was the daughter of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. 
She was in Due South. She's uh, on Independence Day as well. And uh, she's now a writer and uh, a a woman, uh, I think. She's still a woman. Yeah, I think she... (laughs) She's a writer and a woman. Writer and a woman. She's still... I think she's an activist for women. I might be wrong with that, but she's certainly an author. And uh, she doesn't act anymore. And uh, But yeah, so some really great... Guest stars just in the first series. Amazing. Yeah, oh, and Leslie Nielsen, of course. Oh, his first awesome. appearance was in the first series. Yeah, oh, brilliant, obviously. Um, yeah, so this um, this homeless guy, and he is in the station, and he sees Benny, and Benny is is the one that he's been seeing in his visions when he's been seeing mm. this girl who's been kidnapped, and and he, you know, from what he's getting from his visions, he kind of thinks that Benny is the one that's kidnapped her. Yeah, the one thing that... Well, Nicola made this point about uh, how it looked. Uh, it it kind of looked like... Um, I know he thought in the visions that it looked like he was the kidnapper. Mm. Or he felt it did. From his visions, I could only see that it looked like he was trying to hold his hand out yeah, to, to help her out of, the, out of the... She oh, basically looked like she was being kept in a hole. Um, and it looked like he was trying to help her. Yeah. But he kind of got from his visions that he was the kidnapper. I thought I wasn't, I wasn't guessing for, that. For me, from what we can see, that was a bit strange. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I yeah. think if they'd filmed it more in a way... It's, I mean, it's a minor point, but I think they could Maybe have... Maybe if he stood over the heart. Yeah, they could have filmed it in a way to make that. it look yeah. a bit more creepy yeah. and a bit more like, oh, yeah. well, what is Benny doing yeah. there? And then later yeah. when there's the reveal that he's actually helping, yes. that would have been really exactly. nice. But it was clearly him with his hand over saying... You know, even though not saying anything, it's hand over saying, grab my hand. That's what you interpreted yeah. from it. Interpreted. Um, sorry, interpreted <laughs> from it. Interpreted. Yeah, interpreted. Yeah, second yeah, um, time right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, second time right, yeah. Um, sorry. you hitting the Just chair. talk. Don't, don't refer to it. I'm trying to suddenly signal you. It's like... Maybe I should just do SOS on the chair. (laughs) I'll just do like dot dot dash dash. I'm trying to do do a subtle off mic kind of little gesture like stop hitting the sofa. And you go like, oh yeah, I'll stop hitting the sofa. What was the point of me saying? I'm going to do a subtle stop telling me to stop hitting the sofa. Go on, keep going. By finger motion. Okay, um, uh, we'll, I we'll, we'll get into your finger motion. What I was saying was, I think, yeah, exactly. They should have done maybe like him standing over the whole rather to make it look maybe he... Yeah, they could have done For that. him, he could be worried. Yes, so the guy doesn't know Benny as we do. Maybe he could be the uh, kidnapper. But they kind of just went straight in for the kill. It looked like he was helping he was out. Helping. But to me, yeah. yeah. I agree. I completely agree with yeah. you. Yeah, you need that shot to be a bit more ambiguous. Yeah. Absolutely. And then following on from this, um, I think we've got a clip to play, which I've... I mean, I think you may have called it something, but I've called it Betty Breaks It Down. Oh. I don't know what you've called it. That's a bit generic. I went for Smells Like Homeless. Hey, nice. <coughs> Judging from the rumpled state of his clothing, I'd say this is a man who lived on the street, yet he didn't appear to be ill-nourished, so he must be managing to feed himself. Food stamps, or uh, maybe he's begging food from diners or coffee shops, and his fingernails, and everything else about him was dirty, except for his fingernails. You saw that? Well, he pointed it straight at me, right? Well, something else, something about his clothing, something pungent. Mason powder, chili, chili. That's the best I can do. 
Okay, so we're looking for a transient with clean fingernails who smells like chili. Sure, but I think it was the So a little bit of Francesca at the end of that scene as well. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but pretty much, like, you know, Benny's trying to think of what kind of guy is this, and chili is what he gets from it. He looks homeless, but he smells of chili. Well, it's another one of these classic uh, moments where Fraser kind of busted down. It's like, just, uh, it's like, smell of chili. Or <laughs> like, there was this taste, or there was that little detail yeah. which everyone else misses. Um, yeah, so what do they do? They go and um, have a little hunt around all the soup kitchens around, and they're yes. looking for the specific kind of chilli smell. <laughs> and they're well, like, and mm. by testing it as yeah, well. Yeah, then he's testing every soup kitchen's yeah. uh, uh, soup pot, basically. Like, mm, what? Mm, that's an interesting taste. What have you got in there? Worcestershire sauce. Nope, that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> Move on to the next one. It's not chilli. Um, but it works for them. It works, you know, they, they keep going, they track him down. Um, they track him down and then they question him. I don't really anything more about that, that helps. But then we go back to Walsh. Uh, where was the... <laughs> what where was the wolf? Yeah, where, where was the wolf all this time? That's what yeah, this was when uh, there was the clip which uh, Nicola referred to earlier, where Walsh is walking through and he's talking to Francesca. Uh, about what happened with him, with her and uh, with uh, Penny. And uh, Walsh is going, yeah, so, but where was the wolf during all this time? And what I love about this is, I think Walsh is obviously a no-nonsense, no-bullshit kind of guy. So for him to actually have got sucked into gossip, I love the fact that it's like he wouldn't uh, usually, but then you had someone who... You know, it's It's someone who's giving information about the Mountie, mm. which I think he would find fascinating enough to go, it's like, you might have slept with the Mountie? Okay, I'm all ears. Like, this one I've got to hear. I wouldn't usually get involved in gossip, but Jesus, <laughs> I have to know if you had sex with the Mountie. Yeah, I'd want to know if, I, if anyone had sex with them. <laughs> and you'd be hoping it was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm human. Mm. What? <laughs> And you'd want to know whether he keeps his hat on, really, wouldn't you? And I'd want to know... Well, um... You can keep your hat on. Well, thank you for going over the joke I was about to make. Thank you. <laughs> Were you going to do that? Were you going to do that one? It's I was going to say... Line. I was going to say... He got on the phone to his Welsh cousin, Thomas, and he said... Well, you can leave your hat on. <laughs> we got there quicker than that. Come no, on. I know, but going around the house is part of the story. It's part of the joke. You, you know, sometimes you, you embellish the story to make it more funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or funnier. But also the, you know, where was the wolf? I mean, that would be quite nice if the wolf is there afterwards as well. So, after what, sex. like having a cigarette at the same time? Yeah. When things are done... <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice to have... So Dish just sat there watching. No, like maybe, uh, I'm not saying I've always oh, I've watched that an 8 out of 10. I'm not saying I've watched that out of 10. Jesus, you, that wasn't wolf style, was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just 
just saying it'd be nice to have little Deef and Baker to stroke afterwards. No, we're really not. Is that a metaphor? No, we shouldn't. No, no, no. Having a little Deef and Baker to stroke afterwards. No metaphor at all. I'm just saying it'd be nice. (laughs) Yeah, you read into that what you will. Wouldn't it be nice to shag a Mountie? I love that you're looking at me like it's like next verse. No. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah. But the yeah. answer is yes in your head. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and then what I've got written down next if we're going to move on. Um, back at the station, we've got Benny and I keep calling him Mike on here because what is his name in the program? Do we ever catch his name? Who's Homeless that? guy. Garrett. Garrett. I keep calling him Michael because I just know him as Mike. Jo- Jonathan Banks. No, it's, it's mm. Garrett. Jonathan Banks. Yeah, Garrett is his name in the Do South. Yeah, but in real life it's Jonathan You Banks. should research these things. I looked that up on my phone while we were watching it because I didn't know his name. Good they, for you. I, I might be admin, but there you go. You know what I say to that? Ooh, yeah, you're admin, you're civilian aid. You might look up this kind yeah. of thing. I can't remember my proper name. I've got a proper name now, haven't I? C- civilian Aid. Nicola. Nicola. No, but there's someone else's <laughs> name, wasn't there? What? I don't know. I can't remember. As far as I knew, you were just Civilian Aid. It's like, uh, yeah, because you've got the na- Mountie. Yeah. You've got the Detective. And then there's Civilian Aid, which is uh, what uh, Leighton is. I feel like I want to be upgraded, though. Well, tough. I'm sorry. The only other position we've got is Lieutenant, and that goes to Johnny White Trash. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> I'm going to work on that one. Stop oh, making bloody noise with your feet oh, now. You're obsessed oh. with making noise. Honestly, some people are so high maintenance. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so anyway, there's a uh, conversation with Benny and Mike. Mike, I'm calling him Mike. Garrett. His name's Garrett. I'm going to call him Mike because that's what I've got written down. <laughs> um, and I think, yeah, so Benny, he's trying to figure out, you know, what's going on, what, what does this guy know about this missing woman? And he, I think he kind of gets that, you know, this Garrett, he, he's having these visions mm. and, and he's quite willing to kind of go along with this and, and kind of get this information and try and kind of follow this information. Uh, I think to most police officers it would be quite far-fetched, but this is Benny. He, he's willing to go along with it and it all kind of works out quite, quite well, I think. So there's... You know, as well as this, they've also got this um, ransom, haven't they? They've they've been told, you know, this this woman's missing. Um, I can't remember how much it was now. There was a there was actually a ransom for her, wasn't there? Oh. I don't remember. Yeah, how much I don't remember how much, but they, cause they kind of set up this um, ransom drop, don't they? Um, and there's tons of like police and everything, kind of scouting this area. They they have the whole kind of you know someone phones a public phone and a guy goes and answers it and look like the phone boxes have been intended. Yeah, yeah. It's probably just phone. really common in America. Yeah, but... probably. But to us, it's like. But was that her father? I felt like I that, think that was might have a. Been. Yeah, I think see, it might I felt it was something like that. Yes, yeah, so I think she probably had a rich father and she was kidnapped for the money. I think that's probably what mm. was going on. I don't think that was kind of like fully explained, no, was it? But no. I think that was probably what was going on. Yeah, so they're watching this guy, he answers the phone, and and then there's this little place um, quite close to where he's stood, where he kind of puts the bag down, kind of like lifts up a grate or something, doesn't he? And, and puts the bag in, and then they're like, what's going on? And everyone seems a little bit confused. 
Um, and then they're like, oh my God, it's underground. You know, yeah. and um, Benny and Ray are sat in the car at the time. And they're like, oh my goodness, this is like underground. So they kind of like drive off to get down there. Um, yes, yeah, so they're trying to like chase these people that are after the money. Because obviously that's going to lead them to where the girl is. And one of the things that um, Garrett has kind of already, I think he said to Benny previously was, you know, this guy, he's got a wig, he's got a hat. And, and I think they find the wig. I don't know if they find the hat, but I remember them picking up, like, the wig, don't they? Mm-hmm. And they're kind of, like, chasing after this guy in the car, which um, he crashes mm-hmm. and explodes. <laughs> it doesn't work out too well for him. I don't think you no. got any of the money. Yeah, kind of exploded instead. Yeah, didn't go too well for him. But then, obviously, they've still got that, oh, my God, we need to find this girl. We don't know where the girl is. Yeah, so they do the money drop, and there's, like, the chase with the wig man. Ray and Benny in car. Do we have any more recordings? Two. Do we have There's, one to uh, now? I don't know. I, I don't know where this comes in, but okay. Yeah, no, I think... Clip uh, number three, Pimp My Sis. Uh, yeah, I think this is the one. So, Francesca, your sister. You're not going to tell me, are you? I mean, that's a, a short, just like, well, 17 second clip, but I think it's kind of sweet. I know if you look at it, really, it's him sort of saying it's kind of a very old fashioned, not very cool thing of like, uh, no, it's OK if you sleep with my sister, you not so much. You know, it's like as if sister doesn't have a say in it. But that given the idea that he's kind of like. Well, if, if someone's going to be with my sister, I want it to be you. You're a classy guy. You'll care for her. Mm. Yeah. It's really nice that he wants someone to be with his sister that is going to look after her, and he knows that Benny would do that. Yeah, but I can kind of see why he's in two minds about it all. It's like, you wouldn't be disrespectful oh, God, yes. to her, but you also wouldn't marry her. <laughs> also, you'd be sleeping with my sister. Yeah. <laughs> I can completely see why he's in two minds about it. It's like, you wouldn't go about town telling everyone, but you wouldn't also settle down with her. It, yeah, I completely are you, see this. Are you saying that he thinks his sister's a tart and uh, <laughs> you wouldn't want to introduce her to your mum? <laughs> I don't know about going that far, Nicola, but... Um... Oh, Nicola's gone further. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can I can kind of see where Ray's coming from here. Mm-hmm. He kind of he probably sees his sister as being maybe a little mm, I don't want to say it. Fun time but, girl. I don't know about fun time girl or top, but maybe a little Ooh, bit. Uh, wow, you two are hosh. I was gonna say. <laughs> well, no, we're just going by the, the time you were laying down. Common. I was gonna say <gasps> that's what I was. Common. Oh, that's that so worse? much better than what we said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's. She's okay to have a um, light-hearted <laughs> relationship with, but not marriage material. Huh? What we mean? 
Oh, yes, we are. Oh, she actually seemed a very nice woman. She she? Yeah, she does. It's a very nice girl. <laughs> very, very nice girl. Okay, um, Michelle, can you take the mic for a minute while I go for Pete? <laughs> I can do. Yeah. Ooh, what am I going to say? Well, if you need to keep talking. Dun, dun, dun. Um, well, I think following on from that, what I was going to say is um, when this um, chap Goddard is having... Goddard? Am I saying his name? Garrett. Garrett. Oh, I'm just changing his name well, now. That's okay. I might just call him Mike and then everyone will know what Goddard was his brother. Goddard and... Yeah. I mean, it kind of leads into what I'm going to say anyways. Um, as part of his visions, one of the things he's seeing is God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Actually, Goddard was the women's wear um, clothing. So you are right with the Goddard, yes. I'm not too wrong, am I? Yes. No, not no, too wrong. Really not. Go, go to ah, the toilet. Goddard. <laughs> you know your woman's laundry. We... <laughs> I do know my woman's laundry. <laughs> We won't go into how. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, a weekend thing, no, I'm sure. No, 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 no. You misunderstand. My woman's lingerie. Oh, not Oh, no, we were... got it. We got it, Squeeze. Yeah, not that you were no, no, a weekend. I'm talking about my woman, like, because in Nicola and her lingerie. Yeah, because that's what we're all thinking. So, Let ah. me just explain some more. <laughs> Do you need the toilet or not? Yeah. <laughs> Might just lock him out, actually. I think we should. Yeah. I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can say whatever we want because he's not here. <laughs> but we'll carry on. Yeah, so we're free range. <laughs> free range, like chicks. <laughs> so we keep seeing this kind of illuminated god. Yes, yes. So we know that this is something important as to where her whereabouts is. Yes. Now, clearly, you know, this isn't just a sign for the homeless guy, this is a clue. To where she's being kept. Absolutely. We know it's going to have some sort of impact on the location, yeah. And this we come, ac- we come across, and I've just dropped all my writings. Oh, aren't we professional? Oh, We're so God. professional here. So, God, what did I write down? Oh, God, art. So, yeah. <laughs> Not that far from it, but I probably could have um, guessed it. So we see this kind of illuminated Goddard, yeah. and we yeah. kind of think, oh, well, yeah, clearly yeah. you shorten that to God. Yeah. That's where she's being we kept. Yeah. That is where she's being kept. So they're doing this kind of like police chase looking for her. We see Goddard, the homeless mm-hmm. guy kind of comes up and he sees the God. And yeah. He's like, oh, this is it. She's there. This yeah. is where Absolutely. she's being kept. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we see this lady and she's, and she's pretty much just down this hole. It's like, Jeez, I keep dropping everything. And it's kind of like, you know, little Timmy down the well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she is genuinely in a hole in the ground, yeah. this poor lady. And you kind of think, oh, well, she's safe, she's safe enough down there. <laughs> Until it kind of seems like it's, the, I'm guessing it's the police officers it's, that I think it's in the helicopters. That seems to set off. It's almost like I don't know what in lo- what location. It looks like a warehouse, lo- a warehouse, a warehouse location, a warehouse location. However, it's very unstable. It yeah. looks like very much built on sand almost, um, as in like uh, the helicopter starts off and the sand starts uh, giving it's kind way, of falling in, isn't it? And yeah, it's very odd because you think it didn't take much. To set that off, and uh, yeah. yeah, so they're trying to pull this um lady up from outside, you know, get grab an arm and pull her up. Mm. And 
this um, homeless guy, he ends up down there kind of like, pushing yeah. her up and, and Benny's pulling her up. He kind of has... Because I think what we find throughout with Garrett is that um, he's obviously had these um, visions before, um, but he's chosen to ignore them because he feels they're at people's detriment rather than to help. But he kind of has this, uh, what do you call it, uh, like a pith... Yeah, kind of a pith... Epiphany. 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 <laughs> he kind of has this epiphany where he feels that actually, yeah, you know, he should, because Benny talks to him, doesn't he? He says, you know, you're running, basically, and, you know, and um, you should <laughs> help. outside. <laughs> he, he is. He's going to moon in a minute. This is... Oh, this is God. We don't want this to This is that. squee mooning. I've got to look around, but I don't want to see a moon. No, I wouldn't want to see either. It'll scar you for life, Misha. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he kind of, yeah, so he's been running his whole life, seeing these visions, and suddenly he's not, um, yeah, Benny's had a word with him, said, you know, stop running, essentially, I think in different words. Um, and then he's obviously jumped in the hole thinking, this is my chance to, re, you know, right this wrong. Yeah. Jumps in, helps her, she gets lifted out, He's at threat of dying. And then the vision, I think, comes in with Benny. With Benny, yeah. Yes. He kind of reaches his arm down yes. to kind of help yeah. pull the guy out. And that I think that's what, the, you know, what Garrett has been seeing is he's reaching down to help to, him to help him out. Yeah. Because all this um, kind of like earth is kind of like coming down on yeah. top of him with, with this like helicopter above. It seems to be kind of like disrupting everything yeah. and all this yeah. earth is falling down on him you kind of think oh my goodness this poor guy is he going to be the one that ends up dead because of yeah you know but actually in some ways you feel like if he had I know it sounds awful to say he led a good it life would have been a bit, yeah but it would have been a bit like a martyr yeah where he suddenly realised that oh my god I need to rewrite this wrong and that would have cost him his life so that storyline you could have seen and but obviously it didn't because he was saved by yeah, Benny, he, obviously. Because let's face it, Benny saves everybody. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Isn't he, isn't he great? <gasps> oh, but yeah. So, um, no, that that was a good bit. And something else that caught my... Sorry, Coach, were you talking about me? All I had was, isn't he great? No. When I came back. Um, <laughs> do you know something I've loved, actually, throughout this episode is the fact that... Um, Obviously, you get this initial feeling that uh, the storyline is about um, uh, the woman being kidnapped. Mm -hmm. We see the kidnapper. The kidnapper's barely in it. We see him getting into his outfit and then he dies, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it's about the visions. So the thing is, for me, is I've quite like the fact they've been very clever with this episode Mm. because they've had an hour... They've based it more about um, the about Garrett, who has the vision. Yeah. But you still know. They haven't told you much about the kid, but you still know the whole story that's going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they've been very clever about what they've done in that aspect. Well, that's quite the thing about G-South. They yeah. are very good at... Uh... Hello, Squee. You're back. I am. Oh, Michelle, are you going for a wee? Well, I'm leaving the room. That's a yes. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's the clever thing about G-South. They're very good at not always going in a straight direction to where they're going. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you say, they, they, you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. 
you get a feeling of the kidnapping, but the kidnappers... But you haven't been told the story. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know the background, you haven't seen them being kidnapped, but you've kind of, like, know what's gone on. You kind of know. And I love the fact that you've got my my wand in your hand. I know, that's not metaphor. Uh, (laughs) You can't can't help it if you've got that uh, wand, which is like a prop wand. It's uh, inspired by... uh, Inspired by it's inspired by Harry Potter. Yes. Um, but once you got in hand, you can't help but conduct a conversation. I have conducted a whole orchestra with this one in the last ten seconds, and it's been quite therapeutic, I must admit. But yeah, I I I do love that that they can have it being about the guy with the visions, and they don't have to. They don't have to actually show the kidnapping. They can show his reactions. They can yeah. show everything that's happening around it. They can build in this wonderful B story about did they or didn't they about Benny and yeah. Francesca. So there's a lot going on in the whole hour that actually, um, yeah, you you're not told everything, but you know everything, which is really yeah. yeah it's, it's you, you can read in between the lines without having to have you know everything spelled out to you essentially i mean it was a shame you weren't here for the deal episode because this is sort of a mm. follow-on from that well, anyway. what i have to do then is i have to watch that yeah to catch up um i mean i, I would, homework i would thoroughly recommend to you as i do to anyone to watch all the episodes of true south make yeah. sure you go to Morgan bank if we are lucky enough hopefully is looking on the cards to get an interview with uh <gasps> tony craig T. Craig, um, mm-hmm. the tone man. Hopefully, the the tone dog is going to be up for that. Uh, and he doesn't listen to this first and go, "Oh no, I'm out." Oh, anyone that calls me that, no way. Exactly. Uh, no, Big seems like a really cool guy. He was really appreciative that we liked oh, and we watched the show. I mean, it obviously still means something to him. And by the way, he looks great. Yeah. I saw some pictures so. of him from what he's doing now. Yeah. Uh, he's like, in, I think, in the judges' uh, robes. In his uh, profile picture, and he looks the same. He just he, he maybe looks, mm. and I mean this in a, a good way. He looks like he's carrying a few extra pounds, but it kind of really suits him. And uh, what's that? You think he looks a bit like someone else? You, you can't place him though. No. No. Fair enough. So yeah, uh, the thing is, Michelle's got the list, and she's put it right over there, and I've got a sleeping dotty on me. So yes. I'm going to try and get Michelle's notepad. Uh, second. Oh, now she returns. Hey, she's back. What's that? The Great Wanderer returns. Yes, we're about to grab your notepad, but what's the next note, Michelle? Oh, yeah, so the next note is uh, with Ray. Ray and Francesca. And I think Ray kind of warns Francesca, you know, stay away from Ben. Oh, uh, this is a little clip we've got for this, which we like to call Girls Like You, Michelle. Oh! <gasps> Where's the mountain? Come here. We got to talk. Stay away from him, okay? Excuse me? Look, Freddy, you heard what I said. Just stay away from him, okay? Ray! Freddy, you are in over your head. Meaning? Meaning guys like him don't marry girls like you. That's fairy tale. And girls like you get hurt, and guys like him don't even know it, and that's life. Oh. Yeah, you know this. Why do you do this? You always do this to yourself. Yeah, I do. You know what your problem is, Ray? No, Freddie, why don't you tell me? Yeah, I'll tell you. 
Your problem is that you are so afraid to dream. You are so afraid to reach out for something that you really want. You know what happens to people like you? They get old, they get alone, and they die. And they never know. Well, that's not me. Why? Would it matter to you if I did? Yes, it would. You're my sister. I care about you. Okay, and uh, as Michelle goes to grab a tea towel from the orange juice that was just spilled on my laptop uh, while we were pouring drinks during the clip, because, you know, we're professionals here. Uh, A few things to set up with that clip. So... The bit where it goes a bit muffled is because you've got Frasier's actually listening in the conversation, which I think is quite un-Frasier-like. It is, isn't it? But I think he can't help it. I think it, it kind of works, though. Even though it's very out of character for the character, you could kind of see un- how under those circumstances he would, maybe. But I kind of feel like he wants Francesca to tell Ray. He he wants, he wants it to be yeah. all cleared. And it to be all out in the open, yeah, yeah. But he totally doesn't w- want to be the one to say it. Whatever it is, he doesn't want to be the one well, to I say it. Well, I don't think... I don't, if, I feel like he feels like he can't say it. He, it isn't his place to say yeah. it. Yeah. So I think he would rather it was out there, because he had this conversation with Ray earlier on, and but when he realised that Francesca hadn't said anything, he's kind of like, oh, well, not for me to say. But he wants this... I think he wants this to be out in the open with Ray. And I... My personal feeling is at this point, I don't think anything happened, and I think he well, wants Ray to know. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, because uh, we don't. Yeah, you know, yeah, we don't know. At the end of that clip, Francesca walks out without saying whether yeah. it happened. To me, though, there's one other thing I want to explore, though, and that's the fact that uh, Ray Ray's way of characterizing both of them. I mean, he's quite uncharitable towards his sister, but I could sort of see him being like that. Mm. But he's quite uncharitable towards Benny as well, he, that Benny wouldn't stick around for you. He yeah, wouldn't no. stay, Which seems... But I, th- I think maybe you're seeing that a little bit wrong. I don't think it's that Benny wouldn't be there for you. I think he's... Because he's... Guys being, like him don't stick around with yeah. girls like you. Yeah. And I think I get it. I don't think it's that... I don't know how to say it about being too horrible. Yes, yeah, say it. I mean, I think like you're saying, um, he's being uncharitable to his sister more than Benny, I think. Suggesting that Benny wouldn't stick around, I think, is quite uncharitable towards Benny. That's suggesting that he wouldn't wouldn't stick around for, for, for her. He would hurt her in that way. I don't think she would be a long term person for him. But he didn't word it like that. I, d- no. I just thought it sounded to me a little bit harsh from Benny. I think maybe the way it was worded sounded a bit harsh, but I think what he's saying is she wouldn't be somebody he would think about long term. Well, I mean, just for me, it's like in quite a good way because they do explore this later on as well. Yeah. It's one of those moments where there's a bit of a rift between Ray and Benny, even though Ray's sort of let Benny off the hook by saying... Look, if my sister's got to be with someone, being with someone like you would be ideal because you're a good guy. You know, yeah. it, it, it's the upshoot of what he's saying. 
And then that gets explored later. There's other moments where they there are loggerheads, and mm. so I kind of like. But even even though they've said that, I still feel like in that scene there's a bit of resentment towards Benny. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but I. Yeah, I, I think I kind of I kind of see it in a slightly different way though. Is that I think, preferably, I would want. You know, if my sister my sister is going to go over anybody, I would want to be with somebody like you. But also, I I don't think you're the right person for her long term. So oh, I don't yeah. think it'd be a long term. Yeah, so I, I missed out on something. Well, we were ta- you, while you while you, you popped out for a second to Lou, <laughs> we were talking about um, the scene with, uh, with the the clip we just played, and I was saying that I think that I could see Ray being cynical about his sister. And maybe being a bit uncharitable uh-huh. towards her, but I was surprised about her him being uncharitable towards mm-hmm. Benny because he was saying guys like that don't stick around with girls like you, which I think is not very nice to Benny. Oh, see, I, when I walked in, I thought it sounded like Michelle was saying that you weren't right for her sister, and that um, <laughs> I wasn't with her she sister. She felt you? like that you, you don't weren't have a sister, do you? You know, you do. however, She's a married woman. <laughs> however, it sounded like Michelle was saying. Sister, no, no, I've got a sister as well. I'm sorry, I've married with kids. You should know this after this many years. Yeah, I never, um, have I ever actually met your sister? I don't even met your brother. I don't think we've actually met my sister. But yeah, she's married, she's got, kids, she's got the autistic yeah. son. I think I've talked to oh, her. no, yeah. See, it sounds like she was saying uh, that although she would like, you know, would be happy with that, that you aren't like... <laughs> well, can we get back on the page, though? Sorry. What did you think of that scene? Because, again, I thought that was there was a um, suggestion that he was saying... I thought it was a bit nasty towards Benny, saying that he wouldn't stick yeah. around because Benny. I don't Actually, think it's Benny the guy is the would... Benny's extremely honourable, probably Very beyond honourable. I don't think um, he would. He would. I think sleep if... with if he had slept with uh, Francesca, oh, which we never. I think if find he slept... out sure, then I think he would. He wouldn't do that unless he was planning to stick around. See, I think if Benny sleeps with anyone, marriage is on the cards. Yeah. For me, that's that's how he is. I think, um, you know, he's oh, sort of... Oh, so into something that's about to come up in the next few episodes, but anyway, go. Oh, but that's how I feel, because he is that sort of guy that's so horrible. I think he would be so guilt-ridden, he'd be like, I've got to marry this lady, <laughs> because that's, that's yeah, how yeah. he is. I think he'd be like, oh, yes, I, may, I must make her an honest woman. I've slept with her now. That's how he is. Nicola, the, the listening audience might not get this impression, but once again... As usual, we're on the same page <laughs> because that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. And I so I and I think I was saying maybe there's a bit of resentment from Ray still towards Benny because even though he's kind of on one level, kind of like if you're going to be with someone, you know, mm. my sister's going to be with someone, I'd rather with someone like you. Yeah. On another level, I don't think he is totally cool with Benny yet. It's kind of one of those things whereby we will be okay, but we're not yet. I mean, in some respects, though. And I think that's where that speech comes from a bit. That's where it's yeah. like, guys like him don't stay with girls like mm. you. I think it's because he's feeling a bit resentful at the moment. But to some respect, let's face it, Benny is quite unique in that respect. And for Ray, he's probably like, there's got to be something there. Something sinister, maybe. I'm, You know, that's maybe why he's a bit cautious, because he's like, he's a bit too good to be true. Hmm. Do you know Can't what I mean? Take my eyes well, off yeah, I mean, Absolutely, I know you can't, but um, he's a bit too good to be trim. I'd be thinking, ooh, can I, can I trust that or not? I don't know. See, I think um, the whole thing is, like you're saying, if 
if Benny's going to sleep with someone, that's probably someone he's going to marry. Mm. But, I mean, where all this is coming from, I think, is... He's only human. Mm-hmm. After all. Or... It's not completely <laughs> impossible that he might have been tempted into bed by a lady turning up at his door in lingerie. Yeah, he's a man. He's a man. Mm-hmm. He's only human. And very sister, Francesca, pretty damn fine. Yeah, she's I mean, this is the thing. Oh, I used to have oh. such a thing for her back in the day when I was watching this. This is the thing. And I think this is where this is all coming from. I think, mm. you know, Ray is always probably thought of Benny as being someone else. Well, let's just face it. Her and Elaine. Oh, yeah. I wasn't thinking that. Yeah, we were thinking Benny and Fran, <laughs> but... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that too. You, you were obviously a 15-year-old boy, however old you were at the time, and... Uh, no, it's yeah. college with Michelle, that's when I was watching this. 20? Yeah, about that, because yeah, I'd gone back close. to college to do the performing yeah, arts course. But then a boy, still. Yeah. Still a boy, still <laughs> a boy. Yet to become a man. <laughs> now, Nicola has made you a man. <laughs> Well, this is what (laughs) to get back to the program. This this is what I think. It's like you know, Ray is a man of the world, and I think he looks at Benny and thinks, "You are the type that would only sleep with someone if you're going to marry them." But as a man, you're only human. Someone turns up at your door offering themselves to you. What's the chances that you might take them? He'd probably take it. <laughs> and he's probably thinking... I don't know. I don't think... We've seen so many times when Benny's had it offered up to him on a plate. Mm. Yeah. Maybe Most not episodes. as doorsteps, but yeah, pretty right. much every episode. So if he was easily tempted, he would have had so much opportunity. Mm. Yeah, I know she's on his doorstep in the lingerie, but I still think it would have to be someone he wanted to be with. He, he wouldn't just do it and then regret it afterwards. I think he would only do it if it's someone he felt seriously about. Yeah. And maybe he does. I think I do like, even though I tend to be with, I think both of you two, with the idea that uh, probably... Hang he, on. Where's this going? Probably he didn't. <laughs> I th- no, I think he didn't. But what would no, that's what I'm saying. be thinking? Wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. As I was saying, I oh. think I'm with... <laughs> we'll give you a second, but that's all we'll give you. Yeah, quick go. <laughs> You're outnumbered here. Shut up! Shut up! Just shut up! <laughs> shut it up, pity. Uh, you wanted two women on this. So, women on this show. So I regret that now. Anyway, <laughs> what I was thinking is, I I I tend to be with you guys with the idea that he probably didn't uh, have relations with Francesca. But really? however, however. I think the way they've left it, it's still plausible they might have. They, mm-hmm. You can't say for sure they didn't, because mm-hmm. he might have done, because he does feel for Francesca. I think that is out there. That he, I think probably he is a little bit attracted to her. The fact that he's so different from her and vice versa maybe is, is an attraction yeah. point. Uh, and as we learn more about... Like, there is an episode called Victoria's Secret Part 1 and 2 coming up where we explore someone who he's been with before and there is someone who's very different to him. Mm. So I could see it working that he did and I love the mystery of that. I love the fact they... Mm. I mean, there isn't a future episode where they go, it's like, 
oh, and by the way, we did. Or by the way, we didn't. I don't know why I've turned Australian and say, by the way, we did. By the way, sorry. I don't, it sounds like... Where I came from. It sounds like something... That sounds like that, a pirate. It's because it sounds like something Jim Jeffries would say. By the way, we did it. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I like the fact they've left it ambiguous. Mm. I, I thought that was very clever. Think, and it's plausible either yeah, way. Yeah, and this is yeah. where the whole thing with Ray comes in, I think. And the... And the way he kind of feels about it all is because it's not completely and utterly implausible that he did. Yeah. But looking at things, he's normally such a, you know, such the kind of guy that would, yeah, I'm only going to sleep with someone if they're going to be the one that I'm going to marry. But it's not completely implausible that he wouldn't be tempted and, and I think this is where it kind of all comes from with the confusion of, you know, rage is kind of being so kind of, you know, if it was going to be with someone, I wish it was with you. But then I'm actually really pissed that it was with you. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is where we get this kind of like... And there is that complexity. Like, this could very easily, due south as a show, be so on one level of like, it's a bit wacky, it's a bit quirky, uh, but you could keep the plot lines all on the surface. The reason why it's so compelling and so rewatchable 20 years later mm. is because they do have that complexity of like yeah Ray's kind of forgiven him kind of not as opposed to just like oh I've forgiven you let's move on with the show mm. you know that would be so many other shows would do that and keep it kind of very simple they go a little bit deeper mm. and it's, it's so much more enjoyable for it uh, have we got any more notes on this episode actually no I don't think we do think you, you're looking at the box yeah, set as opposed um, to your notes no, no, I actually don't think we do, though. I think that's where I kind of... Cool. Ended up. I think that's pretty much the end of the episode. Yeah. They solve the thing. It turns out the guy was having visions and it was like he did see what happened yeah. and then we get to see how it actually played out. What's the episode? It's great. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of which, mm. it's time for our most of the week and our ranking of the episode. So, uh, what well, should we do with the ranking first? Yeah. So, how many... Uh, homeless men visions out of ten. Do you give this one? Uh, let's start with Nicola. I'm gonna give it as I'm percolating a coffee here. Um, I'm going to give it. Well, after all this from my one. I'm undecided because I was my initial thought was seven. Right. However, I like the cleverness of them. Like I say, not giving much detail, but we know what it's all about. Yeah. So actually, I'm going to push up to an eight. I quite enjoyed that. Nice. So mm. uh, I'm going to take another second to think, uh, Michelle. But well, I was going to give it an eight as well. Actually, I think I think I was quite disappointed by last week's, and I gave it quite a low um, score. But this week's, I feel like it was kind of straight back in there. It's like all the things I kind of missed last week were. They were fully back. You know, I missed the Walsh. I missed the... I, we didn't see much of Hugh and Louis, but they were kind of there. We've got a rather nice couple of lame moments yeah. just teased in there. I, I really, really enjoy this episode. So I think it's... I mean, Huey, by the way, who we love. Such a great guy. <laughs> Your best friend now, um, as far as I'm aware. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. T-Dog, yeah. Yeah, T-Dog. <laughs> I really enjoy this episode, yeah. I think it's well worth an eight. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go... I was between 8 and 9, but you guys have both gone with 8. That's good enough for me. Uh, just because I think it is a really great episode. The only reason it doesn't get 9 or 10 is, as always, a 10 in Due South World is such a high bar. There are some episodes which are perfect. Start to finish, there's nothing you would change. There literally are episodes that good mm-hmm. within Due South. 
got and I think yeah I think Victoria's Secret might be up at that mm. high bar but I'd have to rewatch to know for sure we we never know until we watch them but this yeah the complexity all the stuff with the kind of relationship stuff and how the characters interact which is brought out from the storyline is just superb if anything I think maybe the B story if you will about Francesca and did mm. she and Benny did they do it um, everything I did I'm just saying <laughs> I think that almost was stronger than the main storyline mm. just because that was so compelling and so much to do with the main characters who we know and love but Jonathan Banks he was awesome in you this and uh, I'm so that. glad now, if anything it was Garrett. weird to see him so young <laughs> Garrett Mike <laughs> so weird to see him so young yes because Mike Irwin um, is his character in Breaking Bad mm. and oh, Better Call Saul. fantastic in that. Yeah, he was. So good. Oh, no, still is. You've got to Amazing. watch uh, you have to always Better Call Saul. And I will. I now, to. yeah, we'll get straight on that. You yeah. have to. I say we. We'll get straight on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. We've started so many things like, ah. Yeah, we're in the middle of the first series of American Horror Story, which yes. I've never watched before. I have. Enjoying it. Amazing. Have you ever seen it? No. Oh, I've got to watch it. Anyway, uh, let's wrap up this episode, though, mm. by having our most of the week. So mm. let's go for, first of all, our uh, our most Defen- our best Diefenbaker moment which comes under the most category yeah okay. I kind of went over kind of thinking along the same lines with our Diefenbaker for the moment this week it's got to be the cupboard moment cupboard, for me yeah, it's got to be the cupboard uh, moment see it is but I'm going to just add another well, there's so many so many great Diefenbaker moments for me in this I think there's a there's a bit where they're in the car talking mm. and he's almost <laughs> in, the, in the back of the car just going yeah, and they, he's actually deaf. But he's almost like going listening to them, you know. So he's looking at them. Yeah, he can lip read. The yeah, but he can't lip read if he can't. Oh, sorry, my apologies. Um, he can't lip read if he can't see the lips because they're in the car facing forward. Oh yeah, but mm. if he can see the side of their lips, I I don't oh, know. I, I, come I, they do. Um, they, <laughs> no, all I'm saying is they as writers play on that as they push it. Anyway, as you much asked they me can. what my Deep and Baker moment was. Yeah, didn't you? My Dave Baker was that. Him sat in the back doing the old tennis shot while they're talking. Back four, back I'll get four. That. Maybe he's trying to just and not able to lip read. He's trying to. Well, you know, I like to think he can hear. But he's telling him he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I like that fact. Hmm, doesn't seem like he's a woman, though. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Oh, I got my handbag out. <laughs> so, uh, well, Michelle, what do you want to do? Most American or most Canadian next? Um, let's do uh, no American. Okay, I'm going to go with then. I'll kick this one off. Uh, the FBI main douche. Ah, oh, damn you! Damn you! We can't go for the same. It's not a competition. Well, exactly. That's what I was going to do. Brilliant. I'm going with Franny. Franny is the most American. Why not? Well, give us justification <laughs> why. She's a lady. She knows what she wants. Yeah. I like her. Then that's what makes her American. No, I've you. done that before. Yeah, but the thing is, I can decide who my American is for whatever reason. Yeah, I no, no, it. but we need the reasons. That's my point. But we I'm need still to. You. Okay. Sure. I I like her. Uh, at the end of the day, she is a strong woman, a strong American woman. See, I like this now. This is all I ask, is that, oh, that you've got to relate to why okay. they are... She's a strong American, American woman. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not 
Yeah, she's and she's a bit gossipy, which is, you know, I'm not saying American women are, but all women are. Um, <laughs> True. And there you go. There you go. I'm putting her in my American. No, I like that. Family. No, the, the only thing is, it's like, sometimes our reasons are positive about America. Sometimes the negatives, because every country's oh, got those. Every, yeah, yeah, every country's got... I mean, it's, ne- it's never it's dissing the country. It's just a kind of thing of... No, um, no, it's a positive. She's a strong American woman. Yeah. I like her. She looks strong. She's, you know, and at the end of the day, even though she was going round telling most or everybody about... Anyone who listened. <laughs> she wasn't um, uh, lowering herself to being dragged around. You know, she wasn't dragging... You know what I mean? There was... She was still being very quite dignified about it. Yeah. So, yes, strong American woman. That's cool. So, uh, finally, our most Canadian of the week. Uh, To me, it's got to be... uh, We're going to go for the same one. I just know it. Well, it's got to be Mike Hermantrude. It's it's all I can think. Hermantrude. Me too. Garrett. 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 Yeah, I think that's what we were all thinking. yeah. He's a sweet guy. He was a hero here, wasn't he? A Canadian, a strong man, like Benny, who wanted to help. Well, he's not... Did you say a Canadian? He's not actually a Canadian. No, but um, no, he's not. But you're asking me the most Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're asking me the most Canadian. I'm saying. Oh no, I was just checking because it sounded like you said the most Canadian. He is Canadian. You asked me the most Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did ask you that. I know. Don't be so contentious. (laughs) Well, that's what I felt. Someone's tired. (laughs) 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 But um, you asked me the most Canadian. I'm saying that Garrett. Because he's helpful, he's like Benny, he wants to help people. That's my view. Yeah, I was going to say the same. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 I think we'll he go just, for him, yeah. Super helpful, super nice. He uh, uh, believes in something a bit greater, which I mm. think is a kind of Canadian ideal as well. They are dreamers as a nation, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't agree. Okay, well, it's yeah. past someone's bedtime. Just- uh, yeah, past mine. Very late. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's uh, that's all for this week, basically. Uh, thank you very much for listening, as always. Yeah. I've been squee with me as always has been Dotty Baker and I don't know my title, but Nicola. Civilian aid. I don't know. It changes. Can we make something better up? But no, civilian aid. That's what Ellen is. Elaine is, sorry. Oh, Elaine, that was it. Elaine's was it? Sorry, I Elaine. had a title of something, but Elaine won't do that. That was what? what? <laughs> it wasn't the last episode. It was something, something, but Elaine won't do that. I can't remember the thing. Was it? It wasn't Elaine will do anything for love, but she won't do that. But it was something else. But, yeah, hi. Bye. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you can't even wow. say goodbye without 100 words. Well, that's what two bottles of rum will do for you. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, ladies, uh, between the two of you, if you can manage to answer this without a million words, uh, if, say, the <laughs> listeners had a, a, a directional device, let's say a compass, mm. which direction might they keep a point in? Three, two, one. Do you South South by Southeast? <laughs> In your own time.
never work with women or animals. 